G'day, welcome to the Making with Miles podcast. I'm Miles Clark, you wouldn't bloody believe it. And we are here where we discuss all things associated with building, constructions, renovations, all those types of things, as well as the real estate industry through the lens of a building inspector. We have two formats to the podcast. We have The Shed. The Shed is where we discuss all those things associated with the real estate industry and the construction industry. And we also have The Journey. The Journey is more of a personal development thing that we dabble in every now and then because I'm all about it and um, you'll have to be too. So too bad. Now, on this episode, we will be discussing the advice for trades apprentices. Now on Instagram, I've got a lot of DMs and conversations with people about advice for them in their trade and what things to sort of look out for, what things to understand. Now, this is going to be specific for apprentices. So if you are an apprentice already in the industry, if your kid's about to become an apprentice or look into the trades themselves, I'm going to give a bit of an overview of if I did it all again, these are the things to be aware of. This is what I would do and this is where I'd probably go with it. So first things first, what your mentality should be. As an apprentice, you are an absolute idiot on site. You have no skills. You have no knowledge. You know nothing. You are literally there getting paid to labor and help and learn and then become a tradesman towards the back end. What you need to understand about that is it all comes down to knowledge. Knowledge is power. Genuinely, it is. And it's not all about chasing the money at the start because that will come in time when you build your skill set up and become successful at whatever trade you choose. It doesn't matter what it is. It all comes down to knowledge, all right? You need to have a mentality that you're going to work every single day and you will bust balls because you've never actually done hard work until you're in the trades industry. Um, you'll be physically exhausted. You'll be mentally cooked because there's all these things going on. You'll be told off for doing things wrong. You'll be told off for doing things right. It's just the way it is, okay? And there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever, but it comes down to ensuring that when you're in this environment, you are learning as much as practical. You need to be asking questions. You are the power of your own destiny in this regards, and it's up to you to be the one that asks the questions, learns what you need to learn, learn the things in school, apply them on site as best as practicable, bounce it off your tradesman, your boss, whoever that is around you, to ensure that you become the best tradesman practicable in that in those circumstances, okay? There's a few more things to add. We'll add sort of towards the back end of that, but it all comes down to building that knowledge and building those skill sets, okay? And understand that you need to learn as much as you possibly can. The next is what your work ethic should be. What should it look like? The more, the harder you work, the more respect you will get with the ones around you. These gentlemen in the industry and women have been doing it for years and years and years and have suffered day after day, worked in the rain, worked in the heat. You will hear the stories, okay? You listen to those stories and be grateful that it's not piss and rain that day and they hate it so you get to go inside and be all cosy when back in the day we'd have a be on the shovel digging trenches, all right? So understand that. But the work ethic themselves, the harder you do work and the more of these stories that you do accumulate for, you, for yourself – the easier the whole process is going to be. For me personally, all the hard times made the easy times easy, super easy. Now it is ridiculously easy. I don't have to work physically hard because I've put myself in a position where I don't have to bust balls. But that being said, you've got to be consistent with that work ethic, all right? You gain the respect, you gain the skill set, 
and your body will get used to how you move and how you action. So when you start doing those 7 to 3.30 days or 7 to 5.30 days, we might do 6 o'clock starts, whatever it ends up being, your body will get used to it, okay? So you won't be – it takes time. It took me like probably a good year in the industry as a chippy on the tools doing 7 till 3.30 until I stopped falling asleep on the drive home or falling asleep on the drive into work because I just never had that physical work ethic backed up every possible day, okay? And I was also working at a nightclub at the same time on the weekends till like four in the morning, so it didn't help. But it all paid off in the end. So your mentality, super key. You want to be learning as much as you can, your work ethic. You want to be busting your balls, all right? You want to be trying your best as you possibly can, okay? You will make mistakes. Don't worry about it. As long as you're trying and you're actually actioning and not sitting around staring at waiting to be told what to do, that is the best approach you can take with regards to your work ethic. Next is how you should handle yourself. In these situations, people see what you do, okay? And they paint a picture of who you are based on how you present yourself and how you handle yourself in these situations. As an apprentice, be professional. If there's guys that you're working under who are just, as you become an adult, you see this more and often that adults are fucking useless as well. Okay, as a kid, you're sheltered by the world. You don't understand that you think every adult is perfect and smart and knows all these things and have all, has all their shit together because they live in a house. When you become an adult and you get to expose yourself around it, you'll realize uh, that's not the case. So be the best person you can be in those situations. Okay, dress appropriately, speak appropriately, be respectful. All right, these go a long way. If you are a little smart ass, if you dress shit, if you're taking about a thousand smoke breaks, if you're sooking and complaining about things, none of these things actually benefit you or help you make your job any easier. All it does, it makes everything harder. So how you handle yourself is very, very important, okay? It goes the same with your work ethic and it also goes with your mentality of what you're trying to do here, okay? You're trying to get into a situation where you can learn something and become a tradesman at that situ- at that specific trade itself, okay? Now, another thing to add is what you should be thinking long-term. So you've entered into the industry as an apprentice and you're learning all these new, or learning all this knowledge, learning all these wicked skill sets, all right? And you're sort of getting to a certain point where you wanna understand what you're gonna do long-term. Now, the one number one thing I recommend everyone does and especially in the trades industry is you make it a business all right think about making it a business business isn't for everyone there's a lot of people out there that are more than happy to get a good paying job work for the rest of their lives get their 30-year mortgage maybe have some super take a couple of holidays and move on and that's completely fine if that is who you are no dramas whatsoever all the love for me i'm a little bit different if you're going to actually have any sort of impact on the world, if you want to set your family up for success, even though you don't have one yet, you might not even have a missus or a boyfriend, it doesn't really matter. As long as you're thinking long-term, a business is the best option, okay? When you create a successful business, and it can even be a mediocre business, to be honest, that's technically still a job, but you're in control. You're in control of your own destiny in those situations and you're not going to get sacked tomorrow and then have to rely on somebody else to drag you into their business to keep you afloat. So while you're going all through all these situations as an apprentice, again, it all comes back to the knowledge base. Look around, look what other people are doing, see what your boss is doing, see how he gets his work, understand client relationships, 
Understand communication between clients. Understand all these things. Learn about it as best as you can because there will be a time and it happens to all apprentices where you start doing some cashies, all right? You get your side hustle going on and you need to start implementing these things, okay? And more or less to sort of follow on from that, thinking long-term, is what you do in the meantime between that goal that you want to achieve and then where you are at this time. As soon as you start gaining some skills in something, I think that is the perfect time to get into business, okay? A business doesn't have to be you just step into a business, you make, you start getting work and you make money and everything's great. That is definitely, definitely not how business works at all. All businesses, I believe, start as a side hustle, okay? Every business that I've started has all been a side hustle. My construction company, my inspection company, and soon to be my technology company, okay? Technology company has been a two and a half year side hustle and it's made no money and it's now got employees, all right? So there's risks associated with it, but the smaller you are, the less, the small skill set you have, maybe you can start installing AC units, maybe you can do some roof plumbing and your boss might help you out with signing off the certificates. Maybe you're a chippy and you can just hang some doors and fix some things in people's houses. Start getting into that mentality of setting yourself up for a business, okay? You'll do these caches on the side, all right? You'll do this work on the side. There might be times you might have to take a day off. There might be times when your boss, you might have your boss work for you to give you, to lend you a hand, okay? If your boss is cracking the sads about all this sort of shit during that the process, he is a fucking loser, all right? And they don't want you to succeed. They just want to hold you for as long as possible and to take as all your time and all your money and not wish you well at all, okay? So most likely you'll be bailing from this person either way because they truly don't care. Now, what that can look like is you could be a second-year apprentice, third-year apprentice, you might pick up some, and you're a chippy, for example, and you might pick up a couple of decks in people's backyards, you might fix some pergolas and bits and pieces like that. Get a business, get an ABN, get your insurances in place. It's not a costly process. Do some little bit of advertising, get a bit of word of mouth, and then start that process. What happens over a long period of time is you transition from working for somebody else until that work is, until you're, side hustle becomes so busy that you just fall into that full time and then you expand on that full time and you grow from that full time and then you get employees and board okay and then you can sit back and you might want you might be preferred doing the admin process you never really know you might not be the greatest tradesman but you could be the best businessman okay and it's all about being successful and making money in an industry okay and it all comes down to those knowledges that knowledge base the skill sets that come with it all those associated things now one thing to close out i want to touch on especially for trades apprentices is you might get given opportunities in the industry to work for particular people there are a lot of trades in the industry who are fucking losers okay these people treat their workers like shit they don't care about you they don't want to teach you anything. They just want an extra set of hands that's cheap because, well, you're bloody cheap, all right? And it's very helpful for the business. So be very mindful about what, about who you're going to work for, okay? If you find yourself in a situation where you go to work every single day, you're learning nothing, you're getting harassed by the employees, it's probably a smart choice to find somewhere else to work. Find somewhere where you want to actually learn, Okay, and have that conversation with these potential employers when you go through all these process, all right? Talk to them, say, this is what I want to do. Give them a bit of a plan. I want to learn. I want to do this. This is all the things that people actually want to hear when you go through an interview process. 
But if you're getting bullied on site, you're getting harassed, and don't get me wrong, there's going to be bullying on site. It's called shit talking, all right? So have some thick skin because it's the real world, all right, and no one's there to protect you, and you need to be aware of that. But there's times when it goes too far, all right? There's times when it gets too much, and there's times when you go to work and you absolutely dread it, all right? So if you find yourself in that situation, especially if you are an apprentice, I would highly recommend you know, have a chat to your parents because most likely you're all young kids. Have a chat to your parents or someone more experienced and find a way in which you can find another job that's going to actually offer you a better opportunity to learn. Because if you do four years, four fucking years of an apprentice in plumbing and you learn fuck all and you've been bullied the whole time and you hated every moment of it, just to say you're a plumber at the end, you've technically gained nothing because you haven't learned what it is to be a plumber. You haven't learned the knowledge associated with it and then built the skill set off it. So, you know, have some grace, have some confidence and choose something that is going to benefit you personally and then you can give back to that employer and, and be the best apprentice you could possibly be. And then uh, once it's all done, and once it's all set and done, you might work for a bit longer, you'll start a business on the side. You might even realize that you've accomplished everything you want to do and you're going to get another skill, okay? There's a lot of people that do that as well and there's nothing wrong with that at all. But if you are one person, especially like me, and you're just like, I'm going to be X, that's the best way to approach it and to act accordingly and that that's the best way to approach it. That's the best way to action it and that is what I believe is what helped me get to where I am and put me in a situation now where I'm very, 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 very fortunate. So if you found any value to this, please share it to the young apprentices, all right? They all need a bit of love, okay? They need to understand the situation that they're in and understand that, you know, times are tough, but it's your own destiny and you can decide what you want in reality. Please like, follow, share. If you have any questions associated with this episode, please add it to the Spotify Q&A. If not, add me on Instagram um, or Facebook or TikTok, any of the platforms. I've got heaps of stuff on there as well. Um, and you can uh, harass me on there and I'll definitely harass you back. All good. Anyway, we will see you on the next one.